Welcome back to the Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin Hell. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. We're looking right now at the book of Galatians. It's an incredible letter that Paul wrote to a church that was struggling to hold fast to the gospel. And he's gone through his kind of autobiography, responding to many of the accusations that were being made against him in his preaching and in his ministry. And he's laid out the the kind of summary doctrine of justification by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, in Galatians chapter 2, verses 15 and 16, which is really the heart of what he's arguing for. Well, now he turns back to the Galatians and has some questions for them. And in chapter 3, which is what we're up to today, he asks a series of questions in the first five verses, a series of six rhetorical questions to the Galatians. And and all of them have implied answers. One or two of them have given answers uh, or or statements that that further imply the answer. And then after that, he begins to, to make an argument for his doctrine from the Old Testament. So I'm going to read chapter 3, verses 1 through 14. This is all one section. We're going to kind of break it up as we go. Uh, We're not going to look at it all right now, but uh, I want us to read it to kind of have the flow of the argument. One thing that I want to point out as I read, if you're following along in an ESV, uh, the question mark that they put at the end of verse 6, in, in my opinion and the opinion of, of others, should really be at the end of verse 5. And verse 6 should go with verse 7, starting a new paragraph where he's beginning to build his argument from the Old Testament. So let me pray for us, and then we'll look at Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 14. Father, we thank you for your word. I ask that you would give me wisdom as I teach your word. I ask, Father, that uh, as we look at these questions, that it would cause us to question and and cause us to ask if we're holding fast to this gospel. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness, know then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law and do them. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the righteous shall live by faith. But the law is not of faith. Rather, the one who does them shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised Spirit through faith. Well, these first five verses, as I've already said, Paul sets up this argument with this series of questions. 
But he begins by calling the Galatians foolish and asking, who has bewitched you? Who has led you astray? Who's who's hoodwinked you? I mean, that, that's the that's the issue that they were holding fast to the gospel, but now they've been led astray. They've been fooled, and so he wants to know who has done this. And and really, what he's asking is, how could this have happened? He says at the end of verse one, it was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. He's not saying the Galatians saw Christ crucified. He's saying his crucifixion, his life and death and resurrection were declared to the Galatians. This was proven to them through the proclamation of the word. That's how Jesus was portrayed as crucified before their eyes. In other words, Paul's saying, you know the story of the gospel. You know what Christ has done. Who has led you astray from that? Who has tricked you? And then he asks this series of rhetorical questions. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Well, the answer there is by hearing with faith. That's how we receive the Spirit. They, they didn't do it by works of the law. This is something new that has come along that is being added to the gospel. The, the, the gospel that Paul preached was justification by grace alone through faith alone. So what he's wanting to know is how did you get started in this journey? How did you get started in the faith? Was it by your works? Was it by your performance? Was it by keeping the law? Or was it by hearing and believing? Are you so foolish, he asks again. Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? And again, he's asking, how do you continue in the Christian life? We've established through this other rhetorical question how you've begun by the Spirit. You received the Spirit by hearing with faith. So having begun that way, are you now going to be perfected by the flesh? And of course, he's going to dive further into this later in chapter 5 when he says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh, for the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. He's kind of foreshadowing that point that he's going to develop later with this question. You can't continue by the flesh. The flesh is opposed to the Spirit. If the Spirit is at work, working faith in you, if you've received the Spirit by hearing with faith, if if this is the, the beginning principle and not works of the flesh, not what you can do, well, that's also the continuing principle. We don't get started by faith. We don't get started by the Spirit's work and then continue by our flesh. Paul's going to flesh this out later, no pun intended, to remind us that Flesh and spirit are opposed to each other. Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? And and here Paul is reminding them that, look, you suffered for the gospel. Was that in vain? Did you suffer these things in vain, if it was in vain? What he means by if it was in vain was, are, are you walking with Christ? Is that what's going on here? You suffered for the gospel, was that in vain? And, and he's implying, no, it's, it wasn't in vain at all. Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Again, 
How is it that God works? Is it through obedience? Is it through this perfect law keeping? Or is it through faith? Is it through trusting him? How is it that that people came to Christ and were healed? Was it, hey, Jesus, heal me because I'm so good that I am worthy of being healed? Or, Or was it that Jesus found faith in people and so he healed them? Of course, again and again, It was the latter. People were constantly being commended for their faith when they were coming to Jesus for healing. Paul's reminding the Galatians, it's been the same with you. The miracles that you've experienced, they were by faith, not by your works. See, what Paul is wanting them to understand is that the Christian life, beginning, middle, and end, is by grace through faith. It's being led by the Spirit. It's trusting God. It's not at any point dependent upon our work. It's always setting our eyes on Christ, walking in his spirit, trusting God, calling out to him for mercy and grace, leaning hard into Jesus Christ, knowing that he and he alone is our standing. That's the Christian life. We're often so tempted to preach a gospel, to believe a gospel that, yes, we're saved by grace, and then it's time to get to work. But this doctrine, this false heretical doctrine, undoes the gospel. It's what the Galatians had bought into. It's what we are often tempted to buy into, rather than continuing to rest in Jesus Christ. It's all by grace. The entire Christian life is to be lived with our eyes fixed on Jesus, knowing that in him and him alone is our standing. Might we learn to stand in Christ and him alone. Amen. 